Blog Talk Radio. Hi, my name is Nick from the Marlins Catch Podcast. Make sure to follow us at Marlins Catch on Twitter and Instagram. For more Marlins content, check out our website at themarlinscatch.com. The Marlins Catch Podcast is sponsored by the Baseball Podcast Network. And you can follow the Baseball Podcast Network on following platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, Baseball Podcast One, without the T. YouTube and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. You can listen to the Marlins Catch Podcast live on blogtalkradio.com or download the Marlins Catch Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. It's going down. I'm yelling to my You better move. You better dance. Let's make a night. You won't remember. I'll be the one. You won't forget. What is going on, guys, and welcome back to the Mullins Catch Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, a.k.a. Mullins News, joined here by Lissandro. What's up, guys? Martin, uh, Martin Universe here. Um, hope you guys are doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got a lot to talk about, uh, especially with the first week of baseball uh, and the second week of baseball behind us as we were taking on the New York Mets, the first team around after the podcast last week, and then we took on the Atlanta Braves. So let's just dive into that real quick right now uh, before we get into the intros here. So we started off against the New York Mets. We had three game series against the Mets, and it you know it was it started to struggle a little bit. Uh, to finish the ball games out, which is definitely an issue. <clears throat> so the first game on Monday, they lost seven to three. Second, and the third game they lose six to four. So that is a clean from the New York Mets to the Miami Marlins, and then with the Braves series, we lose four nothing to the Mar- we lose four nothing to the Braves on Friday. Saturday we beat the Braves four to two, and then the Braves defeat us four to three. So when you're looking at that. Um, it's one win in your last uh, six, and uh, you know that's not what we're trying to accomplish here. So I'm a little upset um, about that. But yeah, let's just talk about the weekly awards, really. So I'm gonna have to give the the Cy Young. We're gonna give the Cy Young out first this time around. And last week, if you guys know, it was Sandy Alcantara. Um, you're pretty obvious. Pretty obvious about that. So. Uh, really, the pitching was really an issue this week for the Fish. And, you know, I would give it to Sandy, but he had five walks again against the Braves, but he only had two on runs. But you really, when you're looking at the stat line, there was nothing fantastic really about the pitching this week. So, if I'm going to give it to anybody for this week for the Miami Mullins, it would have to be Caleb Smith due to the comeback he had. Uh, Caleb Smith, in the game I'm talking about, was against the Mets, where he let, he let up only two earned runs with eight strikeouts and five innings pitch. Uh, really just had great command in that game. Of course, the second game that he recently just played, which, of course, was against the Braves, wasn't anything uh, lights out, uh, but he still put up a solid performance. But i got to give it to Caleb Smith. Uh, making his return from injury was definitely, definitely very hard to do. So Caleb Smith will officially win my Cy Young for this week. Uh, Alessandro? Um, yeah, like you said, um, I know we said last um, 
last episode that the the pitching would be key to teams like the Mets and the Braves and our starting pitchers, most of them, if not all, um, struggled a lot and our bullpen um, did not look that good either. Um, but uh, I'd have to agree with you on the Cy Young Award. Caleb Smith was definitely um, also my choice, was best starting pitcher out of all of them. Um, it was very nice to see him coming back from injury strong against the Mets. He did struggle a bit yesterday against the Braves, but um, overall, I think he had the the best outing out of all the other pitchers this week. So I have to give it to the Caleb Smith. Yeah, Caleb Smith definitely looks pretty comfortable in um, that that uh, outing the Mets. So I was very pleased to see that a lot. So going into the MVP of the week, I'm going to have to give it to the second baseman, Stalin Castro, for putting up a very nice uh, – he's been, he's been on a nice roll lately. He's been basically our main guy at the plate due to the struggles by Brian Anderson, Louis Princeton, and amongst the others. But, you know, it was pretty close because Jorge Alfaro having that two-home run game was definitely very, very eye-popping. But Castro, but you know, Castro's been doing it. You know, he's been he's been hitting the ball very well for the, both those series. And when I mean like the MVP of the week, I mean both of the series, not just you know one game or one of the series. So, yeah, my winner for that is Don Castro. Jorge Alfaro is definitely a very top candidate, and I'm very pleased to see what he's doing right now for the Fish. Definitely contributing to the ball club. And that's what we really need from him, especially being the catcher and the replacement for JT Realmuto. So, Jorge Alfaro win. Um, my um, MVP of the week, um, for me, was very close between starting Castro, who had just a, a monster series against the Mets, and he had a, a decent, he had a pretty good series also against the Braves. Definitely been one of our star hitters. And like you said, Jorge Alfaro, the two was the reason why we won against the Braves that though again against the Braves on Saturday. Jorge Alfaro shown a lot of power. But it was very close and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Um I have to give mine to Martin Prado actually. I know um he's been coming in as a DH um pinch hitter. Sorry for pinch hitter for some of the games and starting. Overall, Martin Prado has looked phenomenal in every game he's played in, playing really good defense, and his batting is just outstanding, coming back from a lot of injuries he's faced. Um, yes, starting Castro has had a lot of good games, a lot of, had a really good week, just like Jorge Alfaro, more starting Castro, but I, I have to give him to, to Martin Prado. I'm very surprised. I Coming back from injury, he's been getting on base, um, been playing good at first base. Um, he's starting a lot of rallies for us, even though we haven't been able to complete one. Um, so, yeah, my MVP would have to be um, Martin Prado. Okay. Yeah, Martin Prado definitely was very impressive um, over the series here for both the uh, Mets and Braves series. Uh, the Braves one was away, and the, and the uh, Mets one was home. So, we put that series past us. Um, again, not our best work out there 
they they just you know they didn't look like they just came prepared and on the road they got you know they only I mean they won one game. Um, but you know we just try to look this past us as we are actually in Cincinnati right now and we'll be playing our game tomorrow. Uh, the fish are off tonight. So let's talk about really yeah let's just talk about more a little bit more about the series about how the progression of the players went. You really. I'm still seeing a little, a lot of struggling from Lewis Brunson. You know, he's hit, he is finding the ball better. He's not striking out as much as I feared. Um, I'm, I'm impressed with him, what he's been doing. So, I, hats off to him right there. Um, also, uh, Sandy Alcantara, again, he's a little wild that day. Rojas has really been staying hot. I'm being very, very pleased with him as well. Up to 286 with his average, and I hope he does well tomorrow. Remember, him and Riddle will probably be splitting time. Again, but, you know, I'm very impressed with that. The bats, you know, they're a little inconsistent. I hate to say that. Some games we're having 10, 9, 11, 12 hits. Other games we're having 2 or 3 or 1. Well, we haven't gotten 1 yet. Hopefully we don't get there. But, you know, I, I just want to see more consistency from the bats. And the bullpen really has been fine, too, except for the Adam Conley um, game where he left the Danzy Swanson RBI single. But you know, the bullpen's really been staying in pretty good as of late. Teron Guerrero has been pretty nice out of the pen. Um, I like Romo. He's got a, you know, he's doing he's doing pretty good as of right now. Just second rider, staying strong. Uh, but Tyler Kinley, Austin Bryce, those guys are doing pretty well as well. So I'm pretty happy with the bullpen as of late. And I, all I really look for is more consistency from the bats. And I, that's what I, you know, that's what I look for um, when we play. Um, the Marlins, um, these past series, um, they had, like you said, a lot of inconsistency. The, the, the pitching wasn't that great, and the batting was the batting was here and there. We, we made a lot of rallies in the ninth inning, but like we wouldn't have to make rallies if they if how they bat in the ninth inning they do throughout the whole game. Like it's just been they've been very inconsistent. Um, Starting pitching was was not really that was not great no not that great at all this uh, this week Sandy Alcantara and Caleb Smith were were, were there um, Trevor, Trevor Richards did not pitch his best game against the Mets and neither did um, Pablo Lopez against the Braves but uh, I think I'll get that they'll get better with time they had good opening week um, like as a bullpen. Like you, I was really impressed with the bullpen. Um, I'm very impressed with um, Nick Anderson. He's been they've been putting they've been giving him a lot of a lot of opportunities, and he's been pitching good. Um, also, uh, Tyler Kinley and Austin Bryce, Guerrero, all the all of them have been pitching pretty good. Um, I'm still um, Drew Ryder did not really have a good game against the Mets, I believe it was, but. Um, M. Conley as well struggled against the Braves, even though he did get the save on on Saturday. But um, yeah, bullpen, bullpen has been pretty solid overall, and and batting has been very inconsistent. But I, I think it'll get better with time, especially um, Brian. Like you said, Brian Anderson and Lewis Brinson have not um, woken up yet. I guess that's the word I'll use. So. See how the next week goes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we just want to see more consistency, really, 
from the bats and, you know, the pitching as well. That's really what we kind of look for, you know, when they're playing out there. And hopefully we get that more in the upcoming series. Uh, I'll be telling you guys the upcoming schedule in a little bit, but let's cover a little bit down on the farm here a little bit. Uh, you know, double A AA and triple A teams have been playing for the fish. Um, you know, the, I mean, you know, the record really doesn't matter. I don't think in my opinion, I just want to see the progress of the players really when I look at it, but let's talk about half a day. Mr. Zach Gallon in triple A going seven innings pitch, not letting up a run or a hit or a walk. So he had a, Seven perfect innings with 11 strikeouts for Zach Gallon. Have a day, Zach, down there in AAA, and hopefully we see you in the majors very, very soon. Very, very impressive stuff from Mr. Zach Gallon out down there um, in AAA, and I really hopefully we see him in the future here for the Marlins. And I was a prospect I've always liked, and I'm very happy we got him in the trade for Ozuna, which I believe that's where we did actually get him. So, you know, I'm very impressed to see that. And I think he was also the opening night pitcher for the Baby Cakes that day. So, very, very impressed to see that uh, from my man Zach Gallon over there. Uh, and also, Victor Victor Mesa got his first minor league hit today. Um, that's what this came out. Um, it actually came out a couple of minutes ago. Um, so, yeah, he gets his first minor league hit. That's always good to see from Mr. Victor Victor and you know, the farm system again is always is really a big part of our you know future. We're kind of trying to build around that here for the fish, and you know he's kind of a standout guy. Monte Harrison hasn't played yet, um, which is a little upsetting. I think he's dealing with some in, with some uh, issues. Um, I don't know where. I think he probably heard something, but I hope he comes back very soon. Really like to uh, develop him, the young prospect. So, Lissandra, my question to you is. Zach Gallen having a fantastic day on the mound. What are your thoughts about that, and when do you think we could see him up? Um, that was – I was very, very happy to see um, Zach Gallen, how he pitched um, for his baby cakes. Um, like you said, he had seven no-hit innings with 11 strikeouts and zero walks. That's, that's very impressive. Um I really, really hope to see more consistency. Like, I really hope to see him keep up, keep it up like this. Um, him and Nick Nider, I hope Nick Nider had a, a solid performance as well. Um, but I really, I really hope Zach Gallen can keep it up like this, how how he pitched the first game. And I I'll think he'll be the first starting pitcher we'll bring up if injuries um, – if we are, like, forced to bring somebody up due to injury, um, Zach Gallen, I think, made a good impression, good first impression to, to the Martins organization with with how he pitched. And um, definitely, definitely believe we'll see him in September, in September call-ups for sure. Him and Nick Nider, I believe, will both of them, we'll see him in September call-ups for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely a look at also um, seeing a 353 average for Austin Dean as he's tearing up down there in AAA. Also, very um, just to keep an eye on the 353 average right now. Austin Dean tearing it up right now in AAA. So that is going to do it for this segment. No, that's not going to do it for the show. Um, we're going to head into break. Uh, when we get back, we will be breaking down the upcoming series for the fish when we get back to you guys. <laughs> 
this Tuesday, tune in to FanCast to hear all about the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies are off to a 6-2 and two scorching hot start and look like one of the true powerhouses in the National League. We'll be looking back at Bryce Harper's return to D.C. and the past series against the Nationals and Minnesota Twins. We'll be looking ahead at how the Phillies' pitching rotation could take them through this seat season and how the Phillies will fare in October. We'll be breaking down everything that's happened and everything that's set to come. Make sure to tune in this Tuesday to hear all about the Philadelphia Phillies. All right, guys, we are back here on the Mullen Catch podcast. And before we get into our our next uh, topic here, which is, of course, the upcoming games, make sure you guys want to get some tickets for the Marlins or any other base, any baseball team, head over to uh, BPN and put in the promo code. No, no, head over to, BP, head over to stubshower.com, put in the promo code BPN10 and get 10% off any purchase from there. Again, head over to Stubyard and the promo code BPN10 to get 10% off in any order. And also head over to the blog, top, uh, the blog top, head over to baseballpodcastnetwork.com and head over and get one of your Lewis Brinson t shirts right there. They're on sale right now. Definitely want to go check that out and get one of those. So, going into the next topic, which is going to be the upcoming schedule and how we are looking going into that here for the fish. So, you know, this, again, um, not the best series from us by the Marlins, and only winning one game out of the two series. So, we just got to focus on next uh, series and get back on track. So, tomorrow, they take on the Reds, which is away at 640. Wednesday, they take on the Reds as well. At 6.40 and Thursday, it is a 12.35 p.m. game on Thursday. So that is a day game on Thursday. A little odd to see on a Thursday, but um, that's all right. And then Friday, we come back home. We come back down to Miami. We take on JT Real Muto and the Phillies in a three-game set. So Friday at 7.10 against the Phillies, Saturday at 6, and Sunday at 1. And then, of course, Monday with the podcast today, we were taking on the Chicago Cubs at Mullins Park. So we'll be talking about that and having an earlier episode that day due to the games. So the team that really looks at us, which is coming up besides the Reds, we'll get in that in two seconds, J.T. Rue and Luto coming back down to Miami. Uh, definitely just going to be uh, – I, I do think he'll get a standing go. Um, I think he deserves it. But Bryce Harper's coming down. Um, we need to be ready to go. Uh, we're used to Harper – um, in the division, of course, being on the Nationals, but we need to be ready to go. That is a great player. And also looking at the lineup as well, you got some nice hitters in that lineup. We also got Reese Hoskins that you don't want to sleep on. Um, we need to be ready to go, basically. And I know I'm looking a little ahead. We should be focused on the series coming up with the Reds, so we will just do that as well. And in this series, both series, we're going against former Mullins. Uh, the Reds with Derek Dietrich. Former Mullen and Luis Castillo, if you guys didn't know, who is pitching tomorrow against Jose Urania. Luis Castillo was a Miami Mullen. He got traded for Dan Straley. It was a straight-up trade to acquire Dan Straley. Um, and you know, I kind of wish we kept Luis Castillo because he's got really, really nice promise. But looking at that series against the Reds, Joey Votto is going to be an issue. Um, and we just need, again, we need to be ready to go. Uh, Castillo will be pitching against us ne- uh, tomorrow. And we remember, he's also a young pitcher, so we need to knock him around early. And we really just need to get back on track when you think about it. Uh, the Fish has just not been, you know, 
not been fantastic, and this would be a nice game to bounce back. We need to get hot. Um, this would be a great time to start, and especially against a young pitcher in Luis Castillo. Um, we need to attack them early in that lineup. They got Votto, Suarez, and they got Scooter Jeanette, Derek Dietrich, of all people. And it, it goes like this as well. Urania and Castillo will be Tuesday. Richards and Mahel will be uh, Wednesday. I don't know if I pronounced that right. And then Thursday will be Pablo Lopez versus Sonny Gray. So that series uh, should be a, a good one. Uh, more of a chance for the fish to get back on track due to that team not being an you know, playoff contending team. Uh, but they do, of course, have Yasiel Puig, who's ready to go for them as well. So, Lissandra, I know I kind of stole the mic here a little bit. Uh, what are your thoughts about us coming into the Red Series with our former player, Derek Dietrich, on the other side? Um, I believe this will be um, a good way to bounce back after a very tough week we've had against the Mets and the Braves, like we said before. Um, the Cincinnati Reds are starting off not too hot. They only won one game. Um, the Pirates swept them on the four-game series. Um, it'll be interesting to see their, like their defense back um, playing against the Marlins um, after they hit two home runs yesterday. Um, the Reds, uh, they have a, a solid lineup. We we shouldn't underest, underestimate them, even though they're uh, they're not starting off good. We should never underestimate any team, I believe. Um, but I think this will be a good way to bounce back. Outings the last games have been really rocky. They got more than six runs. So it'll be interesting to see how he how he pitches tomorrow against, uh, like you said, former pitcher of the Marlins, Luis Castillo. Um, Mosco very excited to see uh, how how Pablo Lopez and Trevor Ridge in the Cincinnati lineup. So yeah, it's definitely gonna be interesting. Um, so what's on going? Yeah. Looks looks promising that we'll why we'll hope hoping to get two two out of three. Yeah, I hope so. And like you said, the Reds come in with a slow start. Uh, you can't underestimate them. Any team, any, baseball, anything can happen. So, but I feel like this could be more of a series that we kind of maybe have the chance to take control of that. And then, of course, you have the Philly series and. Going back also, guys, to the Red Series, if you didn't know, there was a huge uh, bench-clearing brawl between the Pirates and the Reds um, yesterday between apparently Derek Dietrich uh, staring at his home run, um, trying to admire it, and Cervelli at home plate. He tried to say something. He walked away too fast. And then the next time he came up, Chris Archer uh, threw behind him, and then, you know, things broke loose from there. Uh, you guys just check out the highlights. We don't really have to run that down that much but um yeah so the Phillies they come in at six and two five one at home they're one and one away um this is going to really be a tough one because the Phillies you know they're they're they got a monster team in there and you got yeah they got a nice rotation too when you think about it you got Aaron Nola in there Jake Arrieta and it this is going to 
for any team, this is going to be a tough series. And if you look at the Phillies before, you're like, they're not as scared because they were rebuilding, but now they're ready to go. And the game on April 12th, it will be Sandy Alcantara versus Jake Arrieta at 7-10, which will be the Friday game. So then hopefully Sandy can, against that big lineup, can get things going. Um, I know it's going to be rough for him. Walking five guys with the Braves, he's going to have to pitch around these guys, and that's the one problem you know he has. He, he's walking too many batters, and that's always been a problem. And you saw against the Rockies, he kind of pitched more toward them, and I was very happy with that. But this is definitely going to be tough for him. Sandy's warning. He, he didn't, you know, he's going to have to pitch around them. But, you know, I'm just, I'm just hoping for a big day from him and really just an upset over them in the series. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies have been uh, pure dominant to start the season. They've been loaded up in the off season, um, like with, with people like um, JT Ramuto, uh Bryce Harper, Andrew McCutcheon, Gene Segura. I couldn't go on, but uh, they've been dominant. They're in first place in the National League East. Um, they've beaten the Nationals, they've beaten uh, the Nationals, uh, the Mets, I believe it's the Mets. Um, but they, it will be hard for us to, I believe it will be hard for us to, to, to get a bats going against them due to the fact that they're, they're starting, starting rotations um, pretty solid with Aaron Nola, Jake Arrieta, um, but it'll be interesting to see how the fish approach approach the Phillies um, batting wise. Um, pitching wise, it's also going to be very tough because their lineup is so stacked. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to see how how Caleb Smith pitches against them and how Arcantara pitches against them as well. It's going to be very interesting to see how how they're able to. Uh, outbeat the the lineup of the Phillies. Um, it'd be nice to see Ramudo again in Miami. That is sad that we let him go, but um, very happy on how Jorge Alfaro is taking over for him. Um, but let's let's see how it goes in Philadelphia. Might be at the game on Friday, so I'll keep you guys posted on my Instagram. Uh, I'll go and I'll let you guys know if you guys can meet me there. Yeah, definitely um, stay tuned to Marlins University's Instagram uh, if he's at the game. Uh, who knows? Maybe go go say hey to him and uh, talk Marlins baseball. I mean, that's, that's that's what we need. We need some more people at the ballpark. So it's been an issue from us and kind of a joke around the whole league. So, yeah, hopefully Friday we, you know, we play well. Um, again, it's going to be a tough series. And the Red Series, we really just need to focus. And I really want Brent, I really want Brendan to get it back on track. I really want him to be the guy that we need in center field, but not only for this glove and like for the bat too. He needs also to be the power hitter. He has zero home runs. Like I don't know what is going on. Um, it just you know it just annoys me though. Um, you know I just I I really want him to be really I want him to be good. Um, but you know what I I just think it's gonna come in time. And he's working hard. You can see it. He really wants to get those hits. So, you know, I, 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 again, I, I think he'll be, you know, I think he's going to be ready to go. 
So, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going up for the fish this year, this series. Uh, minor league, hopefully we get some more stuff down there um, with the fish. And our prospects are ready to go. And if you guys are wondering about Sixto Sanchez, our number one prospect, he won't be pitching till about late April. So that's just something to uh, just keep an eye on. But without further ado, that is going to do it on here on the Mullins Catch Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening uh, to the Mullins Catch. And hopefully the Fish pull out a win tomorrow night against the Cincinnati Reds and Cincy. Lissandro, well, let you come in here for a little bit, and then we will uh, end it from there. Uh, just wanted to say thank you to all to, who have joined us on this episode of the Marlins Catch. Um, hope you guys enjoyed um, the topics we've talked about, me and Nick, and um, hope you guys have a, a great week, and we'll see you next Monday. All right, guys. Everyone have a good night. The Marlins Catch is produced by Benson Fexer. The Marlins Catch is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our host a follow on Instagram, Nick, at Marlins Double Underscore News, and Lissandro, at The Marlins Universe. Follow The Marlins Catch on Instagram, at The Marlins Catch. For more of The Marlins Catch content, be sure to head over to their website, at TheMarlinsCatch.com. And for more Baseball Podcast Network content, head over to BaseballPodcastNet.com. Follow the official Baseball Podcast Network social media platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube, at Baseball Podcast Network. And SoundCloud, at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to the Marlins Catch. We'll see you next time.